Tim Hortons overrated though. Yeah, yeah. It's here's it feels like it's like a cigarette ashtray turned coffee. It's like a, <laughs> there's like a funny kind of taste yeah. in it. But I mean, what do I know? I like I like instant. I'm an instant guy. <laughs> I, I still have instant as like a backup. Like if I don't want to do dishes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, do, like, do it just put it in your mouth and just pour it in hot water. How do you not do dishes? <laughs> no, I I have don't like even an, swallow it. Just wake. I have up. like an, I have like an air press coffee thing. So if I don't want to like uh, dismantle that, dump the grinds and wash it out, I'll just get a grab. I'll just grab a mug and just do some regular coffee with boiling water. What's an air press? So it's like a French press, but it has like a paper filter in it. Okay, because when you said that, I just thought like gravity. Like the air just presses it. No, there's time. like actually like a plunger. Oh, very yeah. cool. Cool, cool. How often do you use it uh, privately versus publicly? I mean, I use it every day, so oh. uh, it just depends on whether someone's looking in my window or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You're just like doing it like outside on the porch. Like, hey, that's where I do it. It's normal. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Is there any other like socially uh, um, um, signaling things you uh, like to do in your life that uh, makes you uh, feel like you're. Uh, showing to the world you're a pretty cool guy. I like to wear clothes when I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big one for me. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like to uh, I like to uh, put post-it notes um, there that just like says like life goals and stuff. It's like a small flex. It's like if you look there, you're like, oh, he's uh, like what well, I'm thinking about this stuff and you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you work at Subway and I've got big plans. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're doing to these people? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're on the right track. There's nothing wrong with Subway. No, absolutely it's, not. I mean, it's probably hard. the food and how they treat their employees. But wow. Like, I mean, but like... What business isn't a piece of shit? I mean, an artist has to take what an artist can get. Right? And if, if things go tits up with the, the comedy, maybe I'll just be a sandwich artist. Yeah, you'll do like five minute bits while you make... Uh, That's far too long. They want like under two minutes. Yeah? Yeah, 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 you just do like uh, just like a, a one-liner when you're making that sweet onion chicken teriyaki. You betcha, you That's betcha. Good. Woo! I'm becoming a woo guy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm really, trying that. Eh? I'm really trying to be like a woo guy, the guy in like the audience. It's something you can't that's, like. That's something uh, I I wanted to like. We can talk about this. Do you ever like think about your energy level on stage all the time yeah all the time because like i can't pull off high energy i always wanted to i always like admire that type of performer i think that's like a really sort of like good arsenal to have to have that ability to like get people excited well it's a performance yeah (laughs) yeah i'm not i can't fucking do that the more excited i get the more like questionable they they're like you can't do this this isn't (laughs) well it's it's the same with the woo you gotta always be you gotta be 100 percent in the woo or it comes off very strange. Yeah, you can't bail out you halfway. Like, Woo! <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, no, that's. You gotta, someone might think that you're having a stroke or something. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that doesn't amp you up. That doesn't amp people up. Yeah. You know what amps me up? Growing a mustache again. I feel like I'm uh, you're doing entering it. into my uh, my older uh, stage of uh, life and embodying the stage, which is important for being a comedian. Kind of have that authority, not authority, but like wisdom on stage. It translates. Youth, uh, it, a really young person deals with a lot of assumptions about yeah. them from from the audience. The audience will uh, question your uh, your authority, your your authenticity. If you're really young, they'll be like, "What does this kid yeah, know why am about?" I doing uh, you know, whatever you're talking about. Maybe you're making a joke about taxes. Maybe you're making a really smart 
and yeah. <laughs> extremely funny joke about taxes, which no one has ever done. Uh, but whatever, you just I get the yeah. Uh, the the basis is all it's torn away from you. But the older you get, people are just like, yeah, this guy knows everything that he's talking about, and it's like I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. We don't actually learn or gain any knowledge. Just the. Uh, what's it, illusion? It's like those guys who, like, uh, you see them, they're older guys, who, like, they made it past 40, maybe 50, and they, like, have this, like, esteem, like, well, I've made it to 40, so I should know some stuff. But they're total dotards. They oh, just, yeah. They're, you know, you can, I can morons. smell them out, I can smell them out now. I'm like, I just imagine them as, like, as they look in high school, I'm like, no, I, I can see you. Yeah, past you, your you just silver. put on a bunch more layers, man. Yeah. You're just the same 18-year-old. Yeah, don't you tell me what to do about, yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right attitude. <laughs> I'm bailing on my own. Yeah. So grow a mustache. Do it. Test I them. Am. It's Test in that them. weird phase, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it looks like I, I'm not able to. You know, it's well, got that fuzzy like cat, like newborn cat kind of like. I I can see that the growth there is is dense. So I just see that you, the length isn't there yet. So it's it's yeah. already a good foundation. Oh. Nice. I uh, I talked to a, a friend of mine. From out of town, I haven't talked to him in months. He's growing a mustache. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, that he's got a head start because uh, it's like halfway through November now. He said he's got a head start because he's been eating a lot of ass. <laughs> That's what he fucking said to me the during the day. He said that to me, and I was like, I don't need to know what you're doing with your wife. I'm happy for you. <laughs> happy true. you've reached this stage in your marriage, but this is too much. Yeah, you don't <laughs> don't want to like ugh. Well, the good news is he'll never have to use, like, uh, the Just for Men for the mustache, because it'll be colored already. I mean, I would wash. I would oh, just yeah. wash. <laughs> I don't think eating ass helps you grow a mustache. No, but it would feel like a darker a darker hue, is what I'm like saying. Like a henna dye, yeah, is what you're saying. Boom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, man, this is a, we're in a cool energy, I feel like. What uh, what do we have on the docket today? We're, we're talking to a very fun local comedian. Uh, originally from the the Maritimes, yep, uh, of Canada, not Nova Scotia, not, not New Brunswick, not New definitely Brunswick. not fucking New Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, you will hear some opinions about New Brunswick. You'll hear some opinions about about New Brunswick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I went for it though. Woo! <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, comedy is about commitment. I heard that from someone. Yeah. You got to commit to the bit, and that's true because it rhymes. That's true. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk yet. You can but... speak whenever you want. <laughs> cool, cool. It's, uh, our lovely esteemed guest is Brittany Campbell, everyone. Hey, cool, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Clap. Yeah. So maybe let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. And put in some cool, some hip music. I, I really question your idea really, of music. I, I listen to that stuff just like on my off time now. It's like, yeah? Yeah, it's like... I can't wait. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's just go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> for some reason that's good and then we cut this out yeah I <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, we should have a patreon though where people see what happens and it'll yeah. just be like a five second like clip of like uh, Adrian's so pissed watching. because he gets this for free <laughs> he's like this isn't part of the show <laughs> you'd have to like clip it into like little funny videos and you'd have to do little funny things yeah little, little breaks little 15 second instagram behind the scenes little slaps yeah, yeah, yeah slaps yeah. that that could actually be engaging instead of just uh randomless banter yeah I, what what justifies a patreon like uh 
bonus thing. I, I, I think uh, content that's just ha- having content that's more dedicated to them, yeah. to the people. Yeah. Like maybe doing like after your podcast, doing like a after the scenes and like doing like a deep dive. Deep we can have maybe a discord. Maybe into things that like Ooh, right, like we things that you just... touched at but you like pulled back from yeah. because right. of like. Yeah, or like or or sometimes we we only talked about a topic for like five minutes, and you wanted to th- yeah. actually talk about it for like way too long. Yeah, yeah. so you take a twenty, do an extra twenty minutes on your podcast and throw it up for that one topic, and then just have that topic. Or yeah. we could like look at like old like albums or like books. Like I pretend to read this one, I pretended to read this one, and just like oh, I think about yeah, just Patreon stuff, you know, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. pretty much uh, all all your sets, uh, every set you've ever recorded, just put that on Patreon for yeah. a dollar. Uh, I don't know if it's worth a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? It's pretty tough to put a put a dollar value on just doing mics. One of my big projects I thought over the COVID was just gonna I was gonna po- compile all the cell phone recordings I had and like putting on like a like a reel of like the whole year. But I started. I'm like I. Uh, you have to listen to hours and hours yeah, of you yeah. doing comedy. Like, is it worth it though? Is it like even? Is it even kosher? To, is it even like a good look to like put on reels anymore? Like you're. Well, I I don't know. I think the only way you might be able to like sneak it off is if you like somehow framed it as like demo tapes. Like somehow bands could do like a shit ton of demo tapes yeah. or like mixtapes. Uh, if like any of your stuff is like noteworthy in its rawest form maybe there's some sort of uh, i always had this idea to do like uh like a vlog mm-hmm. about how a joke progresses do you want to hear the genesis of this joke <laughs> that kind of yeah but somehow not do it like that <laughs> be like no because you know how we all start with these like big fluffy ideas and oh, we, right. have to, yeah, we have yeah. to chip them down and like you'll work on one thing for like a really long time or you're say one line and you just won't stop saying that line because you think it's the funniest line but no one agrees with you yeah. and you're like I want to keep that part in the joke yeah. I really do but then you eventually have to come to the realization that uh, I learned this term from someone uh, in the comedy community is you have to kill your babies yeah. so all the yeah. jokes that don't work you have to stop doing them you have to let them go or like put them in a coma or yeah or put them Bring in a coma back. away for a bit yeah, yeah. Put them, uh, put them in their own album by themselves. Oh God, yeah. Uh, have you I ever done anything? Um, I think it's like a, a fine idea to like um, have clips of what you're doing and everything. I just hate when people like chop like different their best jokes together. They're clearly from like different nights. The Adam and, like, Sandler method, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And it's just like you're sending that to someone to book you, and you're like. Yeah, I'm showing all different. your mistakes. I yeah, want to see your like. Yeah. I want to yeah. see your five, seven, fifteen, twenty-minute video with like no. Yeah. But you can cut from camera to camera. That's that's fine. Yeah. That's, but I it no should be the same show if it's supposed to be like for a for a spot. Oh, like yeah. if you're applying for a position, it yeah, should be. Don't have a One Direction camera and then clip it up and cut it all your mistakes so you did 20 minutes and you give a five minute video yeah that's not the way I might as well do all my jokes in front of the bathroom mirror and add a laugh track yeah how would we know that how would be psychotic <laughs> <laughs> that would actually probably be hilarious if you did it in the creepy way if, <laughs> like it, it really went into it if the jokes held up if they held up and I don't I know I don't even know about <laughs> yeah. just you yeah. just want to see that step of delusion yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm once though. maybe yeah, once yeah 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 were you taught any of this back in uh, your hometown of the place that the name I know uh Prince Edward Island is Prince my province Edward, yes. uh yeah. 
We not just up, one big city. Mostly grew up in Charlottetown, but I'm from a small town. Yeah. My family's from a small town. And did anyone teach? Oh, by the way, this is Brittany Campbell, uh, our esteemed guest of the uh, podcast today. Um, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was I taught? What do you mean, like, for comedy-wise? Yeah, because, like, there was, like, a, a probably not as many comedians out there, like, who... Yeah. Did you have mentorship, or so did you... when I started, like, my first set that I ever did was the first open mic I had heard of happening in the area I lived in. Yeah. Um, when I had thought about comedy. And, um... I mean, it was the first show. It was like 100 people there. It was wild. Oh, I, wow. I put on shows after Whoa. there. That is they, nuts. Yeah. They only, oh, wow. The venue only seats 75 unless you move shit around. Shit. I you know because I've put on shows there and stuff. And then I think they gave me like 7 to 10, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. But it was fine. You crushed uh, it? I feel like I did I did a good job. Yeah. You must have. You must have I, got the I had been writing for, uh, I've been writing for a bit before anyway. Yeah. So that was helpful. Um... Yeah, but then I did a show the next Monday because people were coming through town. I was like, oh, my God, comedy's great. <laughs> they, like, bought us all, gave us all free drinks and, like, platters of meat. You would have loved it. Oh, style. no uh, way. I got to go. Just platters yeah, of you food, platters of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, shit, man, comedy's great. That's when I fell in love with it. And then none of that stuff ever happened again. <laughs> Never uh, again. Then I'd go to New Brunswick all the time to do shows. So in New Brunswick, I had people yeah. that... Um, I mean, it was, it was a younger scene at the time, but there were some, like, veterans uh, that had been doing it for a little while. So, like, I... All locals. I came close. Uh, locals, but also there was a comedy club. There's a couple comedy clubs in St. John, New Brunswick. So, um, touring people would come through all the time. Yeah. And then when I moved to Halifax, lots of people came through Halifax. You know, all the 22-minute pe- writers are doing stand-up in the city. Oh, that's um, cool. All the that's people coming really to Yax, cool. the, f- comedy, uh, the Halifax Comedy Fest, all those... People are coming through. Yeah, um, that's pretty pretty wild. That man. that would be insane. Yeah, that would be. You would yeah. get to see sort of like the upper echelon of like this of the people you see on TV. It would be. Um, no, it's still <laughs> Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay. Like, there's still a lot to be said about the people that we see here in Edmonton. Yeah. Do you ever okay. get like small town like uh, uh, jitters where you're like, holy shit, like I've not only transcended my own uh, uh, town there, but I'm also now in. Edmonton's not that big, yeah. but like you've got a big city. Name been oh, when I moved here, though, even moving to Halifax, that was a transition. Um, just lots more people around, and then moving to Edmonton. I mean, like if you think about it, PEI is less than one hundred and fifty thousand people in it. That's the whole province. That's the whole. Oh wow. Yeah. So moving to Halifax is a bit, but I I was still in the Maritimes. I knew my friends and family were all there and stuff like that. But moving to Edmonton, it was a pretty pretty shocking. Yeah. Like. Just driving down like Calgary Trail, like we'll be going down Calgary Trail. It's like, why are there six lanes? What is going on? There's like cars all around us. Like, yeah. I would say I'm pretty nervous passenger in the vehicle when, when Jacqueline's driving because I'm not used to it. Like PEI, we're like, no speed limits over ninety, yeah. um, no divided highways, um, just any lights. Yeah, there's lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I need lights. Yeah. My small, the small town I'm from, I think. I don't know. They might have just put in a red light like a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it. It's immediately yeah. removed too. They're like, we don't need this big <laughs> yeah, city yeah, yeah. crap. Just, just put a yeah. circle in there. Yeah. True, true small town energy. Just we, circles. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I don't think I saw a traffic light until I came to Canada. Where were you from? You're from uh, Israel. <laughs> I don't know. Scotland. Scotland. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 
Israel, that's, that's Israel, someone else. That's I'm like, thinking yeah, someone, someone entirely else. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Pretty sure <laughs> I'm, I'm, as, I'm as Scottish as you could be without ever being to Scotland. Without yeah. being from, yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah, okay. Uh, Both sides mean? of my family are quite Scottish, and they came, at least I know my dad's side came to PEI right from Scotland. Yeah. And uh, had been there, like, Jacqueline looked back through my family, like, as far as she can go back, it's just like... Wow. It's just Scottish people. Is there anything like uh, there's? Is there I think there's like, some mystery that no one's telling me about. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a period <laughs> of time where there's like a bunch of like a Swedish and Norwegian uh, influence yeah. for some reason, so, and then they, they dips out of it dips out of Scotland. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah, oh. There, there's definitely a bit of uh, blonde in the genealogy from yeah. from the Vikings. These are fair, fair. Yeah. Oh, Vikings. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I'm not pretending I knew what happened. What uh, what was uh, you guys were talking about? The Vikings, right? Yeah, that's... I thought you were talking about Germans. Same thing. Both fond of beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or ales. Plaid. Plaid. Like a Viking in plaid would be terrifying. That would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Scots just... love plaid. I don't know if like anyone else a does. Caveman in a beret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that would be equally terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna, he's gonna kill me, then cook me really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's gonna have an opinion about me. He's gonna write <laughs> he a review. Be able to say it. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna try and pictograph an opinion. Oh, <laughs> the hide was too tough. <laughs> Don't eat the Scottish. Yeah. Scottish people though, they're they're fine, right? They kind of they do a lot of the heavy lifting. Camp, my like family, the Campbells got passion. Yeah, the, the Campbells <laughs> got kicked out of Scotland. Wow. For ma- having a feud with the McDonalds and then making a truce with them, and then got them all drunk, and then when they all left, a bunch of the Campbells were hiding over a mountain and shot them all and took their women and children. And wow, that's pretty intense. Game so of Thrones they, we were we were thrown out. Do you feel like not you all have Campbells? That? There's lots of Campbells in the world, but yeah. my family do you feel like they have that in you like that blood oh everywhere? i'm i'm a, i don't know how much people know about astrology i don't know much about it but i know that i'm um a scorpio oh. and i i'm really glad i'm a good person because i could use my powers for evil for sure yeah yeah you're perfectly capable of uh, i feel like if i was stealing of towns women and children <laughs> maybe not that far <laughs> just their women uh no yeah are you are you part of uh moon's opening or uh sun's uh uh, closing? The rising sign yeah, and the moon what, sign? Yeah, yeah. I have those too. Which, I won't tell people. I've been told. Yeah, like, I don't, that's too personal. I don't know what those are. It's, it's, it, does, it means something about the, what you are. Yeah, your, your, moon's, your rising sign is how the world sees you. Ooh. How, like, how you present yourself to the world and how people perceive you. Um, your, um, your middle sign, your sun sign, I think, is your, like, Standard one that you'd read your horoscope for. Yeah. Horoscopes, I don't think are real, but anyway. No, they're uh, just like in, they're like fun stuff. little they're like fun little ditties yeah. that someone wrote in like an afternoon when they were stoned on mushrooms or yeah. something like that. I they don't really say anything, but they say so much. Yeah, and you're yeah. like that's totally me. There's different things you can read about that that say more than I think horoscopes. So like yeah, you're, you're yeah, some... horoscopes are pretty cheesy. Libras are the most boring one. Every Libra is like, hey, there's something that's gonna happen, but you'll be okay. <laughs> you persevere. Balance, balance, balance. Yeah, I hate to be a Gemini. Oh, Jacqueline's a, Jacqueline's the only Gemini that I, I'm a fully um, swayed towards Gemini's in every way in my life. Yeah, uh, because they're uh, um, very. I like curious. extremes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like extremes in life. Um, but your your moon sign is how you treat yourself. Oh. Your like last sign here uh, is how you treat yourself. So you got your one that you like, mm. how you are perceived by people, how you present yourself, who you are, and how you treat yourself. Okay. Like how you I are only, treat yourself on the inside. Yeah. yeah. I only know. Or something like that. Yeah. I only know my zodiac, and then I know my Chinese zodiac as well. Yeah. Oh, what I've told you is all I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, it that's sounds quite extent. extensive. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about knowing yourself. And how does that factor into comedy? <laughs> oh, I'm just starting to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I guess you could maybe uh, correlate that. You could extrapolate that into, like, how people see you on stage. And you do need to be aware of that. Yeah. And when you're first starting out, you don't know what people see you as. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think in the first while of comedy, like, a lot of the time, you're just kind of like a... A persona or trying to write your jokes and which try to fine. figure it out which is good totally i think fine. i think yeah. it's almost important to like shelter yourself a little bit yeah while you're starting and like just working focusing on your writing your stage presence all that stuff and then after a certain amount of time you're going to change what you want to talk about and you're going to change all that stuff so you want to then depending on your age of when you're doing comedy and stuff like that you want to figure yourself out so that you can go further with it yep. yeah yeah i think no i i like that uh where you change what you're talking about because when you first start like i don't know i did a bunch of i still do dumb jokes but yeah, like i like dumb jokes yeah I, dumb yeah. jokes. Are i hate great. that i laugh at them really hard <laughs> i don't know jokes. but like when i first started i had a lot of like uh for lack of a better term like crude uh and like yeah. vulgar material yeah that was just bad yeah the i think one you need to get that out though too like i, I yeah when people are too hard on people who are starting out they're like but you need to get those juvenile like, thoughts out. You yep. need to figure out that they're not funny. Yeah. yeah. You know, that you don't want to be like, imagine if you were like, oh, I'm not going to talk about anything tough yeah. or rough until I'm 10 years in and then you're 10 years in and then you just all of a sudden are like an asshole who doesn't know how to, <laughs> yeah. how to like deal with like tone or like anything like that that like shows that your joke is doesn't mean you're a bad person. Is there a crude joke that you, uh, that comes to mind, an example of the early ones you Oh yeah, I, I went to St. John New Brunswick one time. I used to go there all the time for shows, but I did the R bar, which R bar. Is, it's like a karaoke bar at all the times, except for the third Saturday of every month, it, where it's a comedy show. So oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like karaoke DJ, it's all like, the time. Except for this one day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, and sounds, I love it. It's well, such a... I've, I've been there when the bartenders got punched in the face. I've been there when huh. someone's gotten hit by a bottle. I've been there when someone oh, wow. got... Uh, do you do... Someone was doing their headlining set. And the ambulance came to get someone who was ODing in the bathroom that me and my friend went into, like, check to make sure she was do okay. Do you do comedy in, like, a steel cage in this place? <laughs> no, I mean, I've been there Does a lot of times. Does dig so. a bell? <laughs> They should. At the end of the night, they auction off the best comedian. <laughs> Build a fire. Make the bad ones fight. Oh, oh my god. god. That's that's uh, crazy. That's good though. That's yeah, what kind he, of show would it be? Like, would it be like uh, a like long a, show? No, probably about an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, started at like nine or so. Um, and then right after karaoke, and then then yeah. that's a fucking good time too. Yeah. Uh, but I did a. I had written this set. And in the set, I had to talk about uh, the word cunt because yeah. I had different levels of it. I just wanted to talk about that. So I started my set with like a couple jokes and I went into that bit. And then they were like absolutely loving it. So I was yeah. like, oh, so I like stretched that part of it out. How do you stretch? Like, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I just, all the stuff that I had written about it and I like pared it down. But yeah. then when they were liking it, I kind of like pulled from 
all of the other jokes about it that I had written, but kind of yeah. let go because that's what they wanted. Yeah. So if it I, works, it works. So yeah, so I did like seven minutes on the word cunt, and they then the rest it. was. Yeah, I mean it's it's a very blue collar city, yeah. and yeah. it's one of my favorite places to perform in because. They're trash. Uh, I, love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I love it. Well, you came here and you seem so like uh, of the arts and so kind of uh, refined and sort of uh, not like a newfie kind of uh, uh, person with like rough material is what I'm trying to get. Uh, yeah, I think it took some time because I was pretty like, I always focused on my, my writing and my wording, but that's, I think, just because I'm a particular person. Yeah. But I think I was a lot more raw and yeah. like making crowds sad. because and now some of those jokes are my favorite jokes it's just i had to say it a bunch of times so that i could figure out it wasn't sad yeah but there was like this one particular bar in halifax where i would do that every tuesday night i would go in and make everyone sad and eventually i started hosting it (laughs) yeah that's great is there uh would you say you've uh you found the edmonton comedy scene surprising in terms of uh the shift in uh, tone because like uh, were the comedians all um, rough there and I think it's not surprising to me because I I mean as much as like everyone in Alberta doesn't know anything about the Maritimes we we certainly have our stereotypes about you guys oh yeah <laughs> what are they they're all true uh, <laughs> oh no I don't doubt that yeah, they're 100% yeah. true I mean so much of our families and people we know from out east have gone out to Alberta yeah, yeah. and come back the bird and you yeah. know I have this in a joke where I say like everyone moved back with their trucks and debt yeah um, and, I mean it's the US of Canada pretty much like right now at I've, least I've, Woo! I've, definitely, <laughs> I've definitely heard that uh, people that are going to hate before. that but I, I don't know I mean I, I love it. don't get yeah. me wrong I love I moved here for a reason I love the comedy yeah. scene here and I love that you can get away with a little bit more than you can in, mm-hmm. in other places and I love the aspects of the small towns that you can go to yeah Um, yeah getting out of edmonton and doing anything just in sort of like rural or like even like semi-rural like western canada i mean i remember uh ben prue used to run a show in like uh sherwood park and that was always a wild crowd and my parents used to go to his show all the time and enjoy themselves so very much and they hate my comedy (laughs) (laughs) my my mother saw it once and she was like i'm sorry kevin i can't do this ever again and my dad was like i support you (laughs) 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 it was was tough to hear but i was like i don't need to make you laugh oh that's (laughs) man that's right that's fine yeah my mom likes my comedy and wants to see it in videos and stuff but she doesn't want to be there oh Yeah. yeah It's yeah. too much. Yeah, I think that may have been sort of what my mom was leaning on. Because, yeah. like, I remember the one show that they did come to, uh, they got exposed as my parents. Yeah. And one of the comedians definitely spent way too much time being excited that my parents were at the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they uh, they made a bunch of terrible jokes. Yeah, I think my mom was <laughs> a little attacked so, before, too. Yeah. So my mom was probably like, if that's how it's going to be every time, we're not coming out. Or any time. Yeah, you never put yourself through that again. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely uh, not favorable for my mom. But then my dad came out again, and he brought my brother, and they, <laughs> they didn't get uh, the spotlight shot on them, which was nice, because I was like, that's not something that needs to be highlighted. Yeah. They just came out to... Uh, support and drink a couple beers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Be like, what are you doing with your life? You're still employed, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. Like, How's yeah. everything else going though? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. How clean is your apartment? Yeah. <laughs> My, mine's pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a, 
what would you say uh, impressions uh, for Edmonton might be? Um, yeah, before I moved here, I had, uh, well, Kathleen McGee and Scott Belford both said, you need to move to Edmonton. They're good comics, yeah. Yeah, oh and I was gosh. like, and they're so good, I trust them, I've known them uh, for a while, and both of them were adamant about me moving here, yeah. so I figured... Nice, they plucked you from the... So yeah. Farm team. <laughs> <laughs> Plucked me with the farm team. Told you to come. Planted me yeah. here. Yeah, so uh, I was excited at first, and this is the place that appealed to me the most to move right now anyway. Was Just, there another option? Well, I mean, there's Toronto and Vancouver, but uh, the lifestyle I have is living cheap and trying not to own stuff and trying to yeah. work as little day job as possible. Yeah. Well, you definitely so that don't. wouldn't have happened. Yeah. 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 yeah, you definitely don't own anything in Vancouver, but also you're working like six jobs. Yeah, and, you and that's with not really. People. And you're not making those, you're not doing any road gigs, you're not, whatever. Yeah. So, hey, the big city. Hey. So, yeah. And I love the Edmonton comedy yeah. scene. Like, um, the people are great. The shows are good. There's audiences. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now, so it's a little rough, but, like, yeah. Yeah. picture it being like that all the time in other places, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah I've, I've definitely, like, I feel like I've learned so much since even coming, like, to visit here. Like, I came to visit and saw what could be. Yeah. And then I went back home for a few months, and then I was, like, all jazzed up and excited because yeah. I, like, saw what I was working toward, and then I, like, became a better comedian while I was home, get to prepare to, like, move here. Yeah. And then when I got here, I'm just like, oh, stage time everywhere, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Does uh, everyone there... Uh... Do some people want to leave uh, for the big city, but they've had to stay? Or do they all um, love it there? It's a variety, you know? It's the same with everyone who probably lives here. There's lots of people who have have come from the East Coast and moved and done really, really well for themselves uh, with comedy. Um, some people still live there and still do well for themselves because that's where they want to be. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the times people will start out and then end up moving. Yeah. Um, it's nice, though, to get your first few years in in like in the east coast because you can really get lots of stage time like i stretched my time way quicker than i would have if i was living um living here because you know here you're doing your five minutes that's all the time yeah all the time oh my gosh i miss those days yeah yeah that's pretty much when you get started in but when do you jump from five when there's a show that has when when they let you exactly yeah yeah Um, which is the same there but there's just you're from out of town so you're going over somewhere else yeah and there's not as there's not as many comedians like yeah I just was able to do a lot more time more quickly yeah but that's something I, I found this I don't know maybe you found this but um, once you start spending more time on stage once yeah. you start getting those longer sets like 10 minutes is so much more valuable than yeah. five. oh yeah totally. there's a lot more lessons than you can get and a lot more things that you can pay attention to when you're on stage for that long yeah, yeah. and then you can find out what to do in between like in between the jokes yeah um if it's very difficult to like write a natural sounding segue yeah it's not just like Speaking of kids, like, it's sometimes it's really tough to shoehorn that shit in there. Yeah. But you're like, I really want to talk about this joke, and I want to yeah. find a way to steer this set around that I'm not gonna lose them. That might be yeah. the first big jump that really matters uh, in terms of uh, upgrading your performance, because like you see all these guys writing uh, new like quick one-liners, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I think like paying the uh, comic strip audience really appreciate those kind of padded. It, it needs to be cohesive, Flow, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you're listening to like a. I know we aren't doing stories, and some people are, but like when you're listening to someone speak, 
if your brain's jumping back and forth between their thoughts like too much, like if they can't, if it's work for them to keep up to what you yeah, mean, yeah. to your tra- like your transitions yeah. and your you flow. Wear them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, all right, I'm done. Oh yeah, yeah I gotta, yeah. I can't. Sorry. Some people can play ping pong just fine though. Oh yeah. Yeah, like Charles Haycock is one of the what? ones that can just talk, and I'm like, now we're talking about buses. <laughs> now we're talking about. Uh, language. It's now like we're talking about yeah, yeah. It's And you can crazy. change subjects, but if you're expecting them to link those together, yeah, that's, that's when it becomes. Yeah. I think speaking. a linked Haycock set would be like upsetting. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of the bus, I uh, yeah. also saw a bug on the bus, and here's what I think about bugs. <laughs> yeah. be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> too much padding. I enjoy it though. I enjoy the though. Here's what I learned of watching uh, Rob Pugh uh, perform at oh, the conference. So funny and like, so natural. One of the funniest. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone's talking about this guy. I had this. I had this uh, when I was early, uh, early in my uh, first year. I had this kind of awful thought that maybe first comedians always have when they see a headliner. They're like, "This guy only has 20 minutes. He's just fucking padding out the time <laughs> to fill the 45." <laughs> But no, you need that. You need to like reset the audience and yeah. make it like a conversation, like you're in the living room kind of thing. Yeah. And they have 45. I know that now. Yeah. More. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's yeah. the fact that you're more on stage. Way more. <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that you're on stage for that ungodly amount of time. Yeah. I mean, like I've done a 20. I've done 20s, and uh, man, that's a hell of a lot different than a five. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I remember one of the 20s I got to do was just at like a Christmas party, and I could not do jokes. Could not do jokes. They did not care about jokes. They just yeah. Wanted to they be, wanted you to play with them. They wanted to be all roasted, and I yeah. was like, I don't know you guys. And I'm like, it's our party. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like they're all completely trashy drunk. It's in Grand Prairie. They're paying for all the food and the booze in the yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you guys are paying me. I'm gonna uh, let's make jokes about Joel. What does Joel do? <laughs> what does Joel do in the office? You guys got to tell me some shit. And then you just go from there. And yeah. that's the only thing that could get that, that could get him to laugh because I would get him laughing and then I'd be like and I'd try and tell a joke and they'd be like no back to us no no go back to back yeah, to yeah. us and I was like okay cool I'm just doing this tonight yeah, yeah. they're ready for a party you kind of gotta give them yeah. a party you know? yeah and then after me uh, the the headliner got up there and he did 45 and he did all jokes and uh, he bombed well yeah. no. they they were like. We don't want to hear but, you talk. Ooh, make fun of us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they were looking for, but he went up there to do his stuff because that's what he was, that's what he showed up to do. <sighs> Me, I would, I'd sacrifice. I'm, I'm yeah, the yeah, opener. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm just trying to make him happy. <laughs> I find like people who are coworkers, when you get them together, it doesn't matter if it's like a, even if it's not like a big party, but like you get coworkers from like, a pl- at a table yeah and they're like the worst. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like fun because they get along or once they get to that drunk point, Yes. They all like amp each other up. Yeah, you know? there's like, like a level where they're just way too amicable, and it's great yeah. as far as like an energy goes. But it's like you can't compete with it. Yeah, you can't yeah. be the star that. Night. I remember like doing shows in PEI and having friends who I was coworkers with coming to the shows and having all these people who were like so great to me to like show up to, to like book shows that I put on. But there was one time, um, my my friends. I was living in Halifax at the time, but I was back in PEI putting on a show. And they were sitting at the table right next to the stage. And, uh, yeah, I had to tell them. I was like, I love all of you, but I am not scared to kick you out. Yeah. Like, I will clear wow. this table of eight, like, right yeah. now. Well, it's the it's the bachelor slash bachelorette party phenomenon. Yeah, where, yeah. Where it's, and sometimes the birthday party, sometimes the Depends birthday. if they think it's about them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And sometimes it can be a little bit. 
Yeah, absolutely. But, but like sometimes it is just late show on a Friday at a club. Oh, yeah. And these 12 uh, psychopaths walk in and they are just... They're going to ruin it. They are sailing. They're no, they're, that gets me amped up. They are not going to... They're going to have a great night uh-huh. regardless. They're going to ruin everyone else's night inadvertently. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Sometimes it's completely Or everyone fine. like comes together out of hatred for them. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Those are fun, too. Yeah, that one where it's, like, everyone and the comedian versus the loud drunk lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, as yeah, long as it's, like, fun. harmless, yeah. no one cries. Yeah. I think you might have some teeth on stage. Oh, I get, yeah. I get speaking amped of, up. <laughs> speaking of audiences, uh, I don't know if we've talked too much about heckling. Uh, at all on the podcast. You but love it's a, this. You I, love this topic. I fucking hate hecklers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anything that you can say to like starting out and like the first time you got heckled, <laughs> learning how to deal with hecklers, or just like like now how your views have changed on that kind of stuff. Yeah. How absolutely. do you deal? How do you deal from like curveballs from the audience when you're just up there trying to talk? You're mm. just trying to get your thoughts in order. You've picked the right person to ask if I've been heckled. Yeah. Because uh, I definitely have. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a rite of passage. It happens to everyone. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think so. Um, it's about having a like you said if earlier in your intro. Like it is about having authority on stage. But yeah. like my first time being heckled was the first time I ever talked about being gay in my home province on oh, stage. Wow. A person who had done did their first set the same night that I did. Yeah. And then he didn't do it again. Um, He's done it like a half a dozen times, and it's been six years. So like, he's not a comic, but oh wow, he's, uh, he's, coming, he's just coming in for the yearly anniversary. Yeah, he did the six first six sets the first two years, and then oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. But um, I was doing my set, and I decided that I had done my. I had talked about being gay in St. John, New Brunswick, and then came home and did a set later, and I was like, all right, it's time. Yeah. To, to not. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, now. this is what I'm talking about now. Um. And I got like a couple jokes in, and he yelled out, "What is this? Your coming out party?" Oh. And then I ignored him. <laughs> right through the phone. <laughs> I yeah. kind of just like I knew it was him, so it like didn't quite bother me that much. Yeah. But then he said it the second time. We just said the same said heckle, heckle the again. Same heckle That's again. tacky heckling. Man. I know, right? Roti, they don't. That's another layer. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it was yeah. perfect though. I, yeah. I, he had said something really stupid to me after the last show, so I had actually worked out a bit about him. I don't know oh, if you guys geez. have heard it. I've got this joke about like him asking if he could like stay sleep on my couch and he'd get me nuggets and stuff like that. Like, oh, I've never heard wow. this. I don't do it much, but <laughs> it, it's just so silly. Yeah. So then I did that right at him. Yeah. And I like his room was full of a bunch of people he knew, and I just like yeah. was glowing. It was beautiful. <laughs> it, it was it, the best thing that's ever happened to me. It is so nice uh, to shut down the heckler. It is yeah, so yeah, nice yeah, to yeah, get yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been heckled for that. I've been, I mean, I have a joke about my nipples and I tell that joke and then I was at a bar and one guy yells out, prove it. Yeah. And then I just yell back, so you want to prove all my jokes? You want me to call my dad and get you to tell him he doesn't love me too? Like, what do you uh, want you from yeah. me? Those can work. Those kind of lateral, uh... Yeah, so I find like the, the hard, the more you do hard rooms, the better you are reacting to situations. Yep. You know, like it, it helps a lot, um... It helps a lot doing rooms with six people, you know? Like, Goat's Head is a very yeah. helpful place to learn those. There's that name again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. learn and that, a slight like, roast, uh, <laughs> Oh, no, 100%. I'll oh, take everything this. I get from that from that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I know, no, I know I what it was. Yeah, it's I love it. Like, yeah. Um, and I would, if I was in a different city, I'd probably reference six shows that were like that. 
Yeah. It's just there's not that many like that here. Yeah. Well, um, sli- no, yeah, I mean, I know. when yeah. when O'Burns started up, like, we kind of filled a spot. Uh, Woody's was kind of like mm. the comics room before that. That w- We would do it to no audience members at Woody's. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and even then, like, I remember some shows where there was, like, a couple rambunctious drunks at the bar that wouldn't turn around for us, and that's yeah. fine. But then they, like, started playing pool really yeah. loudly, and, like, if you're at Woody's, this is on stage, and then, like, maybe, maybe 10 feet to your oh. to your right is the pool table. Brutal. It's, yeah, they're, like, right in the line of sight. They're right in... And that break every- must be the most painful uh, sound. Yeah. And they, they don't care. They don't care yeah. about timing. They're just up there, and they're like, wham! <laughs> wham! Wham! And I'm like, you're not even shooting, like, correct. Like, I played pool, motherfucker. I will, I will run you around yeah. this table after I finish bombing, just, yeah. just to put you in your place. And then they, and then they would end up being a shark, and I would, I would lose anyway. And yeah, that yeah, would, yeah, that would be the reality. That never happened. I just, uh, I just bombed in front of them and then, <laughs> and then sat down and then afterwards. Of course, I would never do that. Oh. Yeah, you, you need places like that because but, yeah, you never get that vocabulary, you know? If everyone's agreeing with what you're saying, yeah. you never get those rebuttals. Like, now if anyone heckles me in the same way at all, like, I've got I've got lines, I can use them or I can use a new one, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think those rooms really help with that. I think also um, one piece of advice I would say is if no one else heard the heckle and you respond to it, <laughs> you don't repeat it. Yeah. You might come off as a jackass. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? All of a sudden, you're like, like yeah. you "Fuck you!" Yeah, just yeah. like just some random guy there. Because you heard it, but yeah. you're also paying attention Good to all the sounds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if I've definitely been heckled in a loud room, and you can just ignore it. Yeah, yeah. that's my that's like, my go-to. My biggest thing in a loud room is focusing on the loudness and trying to get them to quiet down. Yeah. So if I'm getting yabbered at by some idiot over here, but like the main crowd and everything is over here, like. I'll deal yeah. with this later as soon as I get oh, these guys' attention. Sound different. But I won't I won't always necessarily address it with like words or jokes. I might make a sound. stare at them. I make a sound like stare at them for a couple seconds like when they do something kind of like huff so the audience is in on the joke of yeah. them being shitty. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Um, yeah, it's all group psychology, which is really cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. Just kind of holding the attention. Here's my most pretentious allegory. The cl- uh, uh, don't say that. Don't don't sell yourself short. You've got so much more potential. Wait till you hear. Wait till say you hear. yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I maybe it's possible the comedy, the act of doing sound comedy, is closest closely linked to like the general speech before a war because you're trying to amp everyone up to the same oh, yeah, it's, 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 to the same conclusion. Yeah, communication and like leadership and like. Can you imagine okay. Aragorn just flubbing the last? Like, <laughs> Yeah. That would ruin yeah. everything. That last line really bombed, man. Yeah. I don't want to go kill these orcs. It's really I want to go home to my though. family. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's really weird for him to end on maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna win. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just everyone gets all. You're gonna money. win. Bring it up. Give it up for your host, uh, <laughs> yeah. Saruman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was something I really uh, I I noticed that a lot of communities were doing. Like right when we started back up. Uh, a lot of people would end their sets with like these minute long like thank you letters yeah, to the audience. Going? We were yeah. doing that for a bit. We were very yeah. grateful to get back on yeah. stage. I know I definitely uh, felt it the first time, and I was like, I, I probably said something a little too sentimental the first yeah. time. Yeah. But I saw like a bunch of people just being like, I want to thank you guys so much for coming out 
during these times. We really appreciate it. And they would just do that for like you a know. minute and a half at the end of their yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. I'm glad to be out of the house too. It, yeah. was, it was a good like backup for me if I like forgot my joke where I was going. I'd be like, and uh, I just like to say thanks. Yeah. And I'd be thinking like yeah, in my yeah, mind, yeah. you know. Yeah. I saw a few. like to say thank you for this award, this <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> Did I hit everything for your heckling question? I think so. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, pretty much. It's it's something that you you're not gonna know how to deal with it uh, when it first happens, and it's it's just gonna happen to you. Oh, oh yeah. One thing I was gonna say is like, um, don't be so aggressive with them. Like, like you can be. You too can aggressive. if that's your persona. If your persona is is whatever. Yeah, and but, that's who you but are. I mean, you can cross the line. There is. Oh a yeah, there's a line. If if you lose the crowd and yeah. they side with the person that you are picking on, even though they heckled or interrupted, yeah. it depending on the way it's done, it it can definitely be taken too far. Like I know yeah. a lot oh, of totally. heckles. Mm-hmm. I classify a lot of heckles as just like uh over enthusiastic drunks. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like actually yeah. maliciously attacking. Yeah, those are rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They if, happen. Yeah. But they're they yeah. much rarer. Most times they're like, Yeah, I was in that town. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's something silly yeah. like that, or they just have like a comment to themselves being, that they don't know everyone can hear. Yeah. yeah, and if they're being shitty regularly, you gotta kind of like lead them to their own death. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like when they start heckling, if the audience like doesn't want you to be too mean to them, you kind of yeah. lead them into the way that they dig themselves a hole, and then you can address them more yeah. aggressively. And then the crowd's like, "Yeah, yeah. they did suck." The best outcome is you know, like you extend your hand forward to be like. Yeah, yeah. You, you should shut up. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, There's so many different ways, but you're right. It is like group psychology and like manipulation. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's why confidence is so key. Like, yeah. You just gotta fake it till you make it, and just can't look like you're not having a good time. I can feel my face now when I'm like nervous on stage. Oh I'm yeah. Like, oh no, I'm making this face, you know. So I like I can kind of try and reorient it. Yeah. That's interesting. What's your nervous face off stage? Or maybe um, like a tell. What do you that you're I've had a, of? I've had a lot over the years. I used to pull up my shirt. Yeah. And then no one told me for a while. I didn't realize it too much because I was nervous. I I mean I had just come out. I didn't the clothes I was wearing didn't like feel like they were like clothes I liked. I was like, yeah. and also like I I weighed more uh, when I started. So like I just was like physically uncomfortable up there. So I'd like yeah. pull up my clothes to make sure everything was fine. Yeah. Um. So then, when, as soon as someone told me, I was like, all right. So I spent the next, like, two, three weeks, like, in my head, like, the only goal of my set was to not pull up my shirt. Yep. Um, so then I got rid of that. I have, like, vocal tics. Yeah. Like, like, you like yeah, hey, man, I'm... oh, man, or I used to say Jesus Christ. Like, I have to go and, like, pick each one and, like, get it out of my system. But then another one comes around. <laughs> and then I started to put my hand behind my back yeah. recently. And I, I like see this. Them. I see this. People, like, are, like... Yeah, this one's where they're, like, few, holding yeah. themselves. They're that like, you can do it casually, but you can do it... Yeah. Some people are, like, get really Crossing bad. your arms, though, is, like, yeah. really yeah. a... This yeah. one's yeah. You want your, like, your chest to be open to them. Totally. Stand up straight, shoulders yeah. back, you know, uh, uh, feet always north. Yeah. And all of these things are also depends on if you're... If you have, if you're purposely like, or if you you're not naturally that way, like don't yeah. do that. Like, yeah. imagine if like Oliver started like standing up perfectly straight and like talking like. <laughs> he did actually for a bit. He played around. He plays around with a lot of stuff. Actually. Yeah, yeah. He's really paying attention to everything totally. he's doing. I think so for sure. I love yeah. what, I love yeah. when he uh, breaks the form and he just like starts talking like calmly and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't trust it. But yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, like I mean, what, what would your? Uh, did you have like a tell? Oh, I, like... I still, uh, I still am probably a little fidgety depending on how comfortable I am that night, how prepared I am. I definitely know that I say uhs and ums a yeah. lot. I say them less when I'm just speaking out yeah. regularly, but when I'm on stage, I definitely have trouble with it, and I have to. I go through stages where I actively yeah. like push it out, and my my jokes get better, and then I'll I'll recede, I'll f- slip back a couple steps, and I'll yeah, yeah. I'll fuck up and stuff like that. So it's it's a constant. Battle. You can't concentrate on the same thing over and over. Otherwise, you yeah. would just be like pigeonholed. Into one it. one thing I did like doing because I I don't like I'm a pretty low energy sort of monotone uh, presence on stage. That's how I figured it out. Uh, earlier we were talking we were talking about uh like energy levels and stuff and like those high energy people yeah. and i always like that and admire I believe it you. can I you do a woo please just no. try it please i i wanted to i wanted to be that so much so when i first started i was like big energy yeah. and the crowd didn't believe i would it. love yeah. to see that i would oh. love to see that oh it was just it like, was bad <laughs> and it was like i was had no idea what i was doing in the first place so but what i noticed was when i was uh tired of myself <laughs> I would just go up there and say the lines and yeah. and deliver it convincingly, like I wanted to say it, um, but just said it in my usual skin, yeah, yeah, for yeah. lack of a better term. And they laughed harder, and huh. they laughed at spots that they didn't laugh at before, and uh, it like it helped me. So like once I started paying attention to that, I was just like, oh, I can't do the z- the zany stuff that I want to. I have to find a different way to match that while still being me because yeah. otherwise they won't trust me and if they don't trust me they're not going to laugh yeah and then i'm not going to be happy because yeah. that's the that's what i want i need that instant gratification because that's what that's what it like stand-up comedy is it's you see other performances like if you see someone out there in a band they'll play an entire song and then the crowd will cheer you go yeah. see a dance performance they'll do the whole number the whole 15 minute number choreographed yeah, right. with yeah. Uh, live orchestra and everything, and then after after the piece is finished, then everyone will yeah. will acknowledge them. But we have to do it yeah. in her space because if everyone, if it, you sat down and listened to stand comedy for five minutes straight and then had to laugh so at crazy. the end, oh my god, for like forty seconds, <laughs> depending on how much you enjoyed it, would be psychotic. <laughs> ha, 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 yeah, yeah, just to be like ha 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 you couldn't do it. Oh, you you'd have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard crazy. too, cause like yeah. you wouldn't want a standing ovation. Like ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of gaping mouths, yelling air at you. Oh it, yeah, we couldn't do it. No. no, it's not natural. It's not natural. No. But we need it. We need it interspersed. Yeah. Yeah, and and laughs are just involuntary sounds made by people, and yeah. we're making them make those, and it's pretty yeah. cool to like. We want to be interrupted. Just yeah, with, with, with laughs. a certain do you, sound. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you feel the dopamine hit still when you make a laugh, like uh, on stage? Like, how does I, it, the good feeling feel to you? Still? When I have a really good show, I I was talking to my friend. Uh, I had a really good show. Like, a, I was really happy about it a couple months ago. And anyway, I talked to her on the phone after, and it was a long set too. So like, I was really amped up. And she's like, "Wow, you sound like coked out." And I was like, all I've had was happiness and three beer. Uh, <laughs> and a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> I was just so excited. And, like, I could remember each, like, 
riff that I did with the crowd and stuff That's like that. That's always fun, going yeah. back through it and being like, yes. Um, and I still get, like, it's when it's different. When it's a laugh that I know is coming in a certain spot, like, yeah. it sounds exciting. Yeah. But, like, so I've started to put things into my set that, like, I can get strange reactions from. Yeah. Because it excites me. I get that hit on stage, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I, di- I pull off a difficult joke. Yeah. But for the most part, I tune myself to be, like, in the cockpit yeah. pilot mode. Like, I'm just doing it. I don't, like, if I make someone laugh, it's not like I'm like, ah. Like, really focus <laughs> on. I, don't, yeah. I just kind of, like, yes. You just, you just flick a switch over here. You're yeah. like, yeah. In, increase pressure, decrease pressure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When I get off, though, that's when I'm like, I did it. Oh, I pulled really? it off. Because you're, you're, like, concentrating in your focus mode. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I like to, um, I get really amped up when a riff goes yeah. well. When it's something yeah. I didn't plan. That's yeah. when yeah. I, that's, like, get yeah. excited. Yeah. I definitely get caught off guard by big laughs. Yeah. But every time they laugh bigger than I think they're gonna laugh, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And then I just sit there for like an extra second. I'll just like, I'll just shut up for one second, and then I'll say the next thing. Yeah. Yep. I just sit in it for like a little bit longer because it doesn't happen all that often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve those ones when they when they. I get laughs occasionally yeah. here and there, yeah, and yeah. I, I take them where I get them. <laughs> no, I just like it gives the audience time to laugh too when you get those weird kind of. Uh, they're just giggly. You yeah. Know? If you don't ever pause, sometimes they don't. I've been focusing on the silence so much lately and the little, like, facial expressions. Yeah. Oh, you can't, look at them. you can't look at them too much. Oh, I don't look on the stage. Like, when I'm on, when I'm on stage, like, toward them, like, I pay attention to, like... Oh, yeah, because they're reading your face. Yeah, right? yeah. So, like, if, if I say something and they kind of get a chuckle, I'll try to, like, pause it out and, like, do something. And I'm not, like, a... And anyone listening to this might think I'm like a high energy, big yeah. movement person, but I'm not at all. No, but there's, more now. But. There's intricacies that you can do yeah, with that, sense. with those little moments, and it's yeah, it can be very subtle, or it can yeah. be some sort of big movement that you can do, but they happen, and you kind of yeah, have to. Yeah. You yeah. can capitalize on those. Yeah. So you can highlight them. That's oh, why. Yeah. That's why I don't like fucking around with uh, my delivery until I get like the delivery I want, because like. Those silent pauses, those facial kind of um, mm. um, um, like eyebrow movements, even it's good to plan them all out and get it etched in stone before you fuck around with it. Just, oh, I, think. I can't I can remember where no. I don't. My brain doesn't like doesn't remember like okay, this joke, do this movement, or and yeah. stand like this. There's like two jokes I know that I like step back when I do it. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like how my brain works, but like I've, I'm I'm someone who like in natural life like prefers not to prepare but yeah. with comedy i do prepare yep. but like i can't i i can't get as deep into it as some people like i can't so i just do it more and try to remember how to make them feel from like because mm-hmm. i mean i've been public speaking for years but i've never like wrote written stuff down so like no. talking to people in front of people yeah. for like a long time but that's that's really interesting want it to be in my body and yeah. supposed to be in well, my you mind. never you never bomb which is really crazy like you'd say, you can yeah. always roll out your, or I haven't seen it, but you can always roll out your uh, act and it goes fine. It goes great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> goes great or fine. Yeah. And that's huge. That's huge. So I sometimes I rely on my natural talent as opposed to relying on my um, work ethic, but that only starts, only happens a couple yeah. times a year when I like, I don't know, when, when you're trying to like, when you get complacent, I guess, yeah. when you're not motivated yeah but no, that's that's something really interesting that well, thank you <laughs> uh no uh you you encounter it when you start doing stand-up people will come up and be like oh i could never possibly do what you do yeah. 
and and they, they talk about like oh public speaking is like one of the most terrifying things um, you have public speaking uh, experience mm -hmm. uh, in your previous before doing comedy and stuff like that how do you think that's maybe influenced or helped or maybe hindered you in doing stand-up yeah so um, I would say uh, to give like a brief um, okay. like breakdown of what I did was I uh, taught cadets and was in cadets and was in the military but like my actual expertise within that was like drill and marching and calling drill yeah. but so you were like, teaching groups of people oh yeah I, I was teaching yeah. classrooms like my other side thing was um, as soon as I became able to teach I was paired with the it doesn't make any sense to you but NSEE group Okay. which means yeah, the cadets who were learning how to teach. So I was teaching people how to teach oh, okay. yeah. um, classes and uh, working on leadership and then the marching and calling drills. So like a lot of the time I was like yelling out commands for like uh, one summer I was the cadet in charge of a cadet camp. So I'd yell out commands for a thousand people. Ooh, yeah, that's insane. Um, and they have to move. And the thing about the wording with that is, is that when I call a command, it has to be like paced out properly exact same wording and exact same like uh inflection on each on each like oh wow like some some words are cut in half in, in different syllables like yeah. when you say attention you can't just yell that you say uh, attention and they act on the last um like the yeah the last the last word, syllable the last syllable yeah yeah, yeah. you can't be like attention yeah Fun. yeah, yeah so gotta, I, <laughs> you gotta focus yeah yeah so i, I get was what you're pretty, like I was pretty particular with people. Anyone who I had taught over the years or had been in charge of, like, would for sure say that I was very particular yeah. uh, and had a high standard for them, which means I had to have the same for myself. So, like, when I would call drill, um, how well they did and how well they reacted depend on how loud, how clear, and how concise my commands were. Yeah. So, like, they're, like, marching around a circle, and you're calling, like, a left turn on the march or a right turn on the march. Left turn! Or, like, uh, yeah, so you have to call it on the right, the proper foot. You have to call oh, it okay. in this in enough time. Because, like, when you have that many people, I'm not calling that turn for a thousand people. I'm calling a command that tells the next person to call a command that tells the next person to mm. call a command. So it's, like, very like by the book very particular and that's what i really liked about it so yeah. that helps with comedy because you know you have those skills of of being in charge of people yeah. being in front of them and commanding them um it's a there was a bit of a hindrance in the first like three years because i would just like for the first couple of years i just like stood in a spot it was my writing there was no you just sat there saluted them said yeah. your jokes and then was like laugh <laughs> <laughs> laugh yeah so it Thank probably you. was a bit more like abrupt and a lot drier yeah. and a lot less silly than I am now. Just yeah. shoving jokes. Just shoving them and <laughs> hoping it works. Obliterating hecklers too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it probably hindered me in a way that I have like this uh, ridiculously high standard to meet that I just has been ingrained in me over the years. Yeah. Um, so I'm like harder on myself when there's like a, a flub of a word too probably. But yeah. in the last couple of years I've been really good to to disconnect my emotions from how the set went and how I intellectually think about it. Yeah. You low key disciplined, you know? Yeah. And that's, well, I think that's. No, it's, it's tough because you don't get the same result every single time you do comedy. Yeah. Whereas uh, back in the cadets, calling out those orders, uh, people would get better at it because you're doing it the same or, yeah. every single time, and it and they need they know that they need to get better. But we they had need to tell to them. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. Uh, 
we're not in control of the audience. We're trying to be. We're trying to influence them, but we're like we're not in control up there. Truth be told, no. I don't know. You're supposed to. It's be. hard. It's hard. It's hard to say because like it, it would get me real. You uh, have to learn that control. Like no yeah. one starts out with that. Bullshit. Yeah, but you think about some of these cadets that you were calling commands for had only been doing it for like a couple of years, so like they don't have as high of a standard. So your job is also to raise them. Yeah. So we kind of like that with an audience. We're trying to. Kind of our job is to make them go from how they're acting right now to, like, get them better at laughing. It's just so much yeah. harder. It's nice yeah. that we you have can't. a trained audience now. It's like a, not trained, but like yeah. a preconditioned, uh, what am I talking about? I, I think crimes. it's, I find certain audiences are more susceptible to laughs if they've shown up to a comedy club. Yeah. Like, it's step There's one. expectations, If they're right? at a comedy club, they're pretty much in a different mindset where they're like, we came here to uh, probably drink a little bit, have a little bit of fun, laugh a little bit. They know sort of, like, the idea, the mindset that they're in. Yeah. And they probably paid for a ticket if they're at a club. Yeah. And then some, to some degree, they're invested. Yeah. They want to have a good time. It's a dark room. There's lots of people. There's lots yeah. of booze. There's you a have, stage. It's set up for that. You have the anonymous veil of being a stranger in the dark laughing. Yeah. And it's okay. We want you to laugh. We're going to say things on stage, and we want them to laugh. All yeah. the jokes are supposed to work. I that's find. kind of the thing. Yeah. That's, that's I'm the finding trick. saying, like, uh, keep those laughs close to the surface is, like, a cool yeah. way to, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's but, a cool way. Listen, but in I a get, different show, in, yeah. a, in, like, a rambunctious bar where they don't even know that you're doing it. Yeah, it's yeah. a completely different. You it's got a different to, way to be. Like we're yeah. going to act way different in a theater than we're going to act in a in a noisy bar. Then we're going to act in a club. Totally. So we kind of that's why you need practice at all three places. And yeah, it's weird too because you'll do those clubs a bunch of nights in a row, and then you'll be like, ooh, and then you'll forget that first one back yeah. in the theater or in a. In yeah, a you're like, I feel way. fantastic. I got this shit. On you lock. forget you have to switch your your tone. Yeah. Your and you need like, them. You need to be able to switch. Now, yeah. uh, we're heading into overtime, but is sure. there... Uh, oh, yeah. And we'd love to have you for the, the final uh, uh, wind down. Sure, yeah. The decompress, the, yeah, yeah. the last swirl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final call. Uh, but yeah. is there anything uh, in our main segment that uh, you didn't hit on that maybe you want to be able to say to uh, new comics, old comics, uh, even just like uh, uh, cadets even? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I separate from them now. I don't want them knowing what I'm saying on stage now. Yeah. Anything uh, you want to say to your dad? Can we just send yeah. to your this to your dad? Oh right now? Yeah, let me just, uh, <laughs> just address everyone in my life. Yeah, um, yeah can we, like addressing to like new comics or comics who've been doing well. I would say like just keep going, and like every time you get better, you reach a different stage. When you go from five minutes to seven minutes to ten minutes to fifteen to twenty to thirty. 45, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, when you're, when you start becoming a host, start becoming a middle to being a consistent middle to being a super reliable middle, like those yeah. are all different stages, right? So I would say that sometimes what happens is you will plateau at different times throughout and just like realize that like it's okay a little bit because you're, you might be missing out on certain things, but it's because you're getting better yeah. at certain things. When I jumped from, 15 minutes to 30 minutes like I lost so much material because my material got so much tighter like yeah because like I just became a better joke writer so I lost a lot of time but at the same time my jokes were better um mm. so I would say just keep doing it and just like just rem just keep yourself in check you know yeah. doesn't you don't do yourself any favors by pretending that you're better than you are like just be quiet and reliable and consistent and do and your thing and there's so much progression to focus on. Oh like my we, god, guys, we, this is a long haul game. This yeah. is not like, 
I'm only doing it six years. That's nothing. It's, it's this yeah. is like a twenty plus year game before you're really gonna. Yeah. It's like if, if you want to do it, and, and not everyone has to do it as a career. Not everyone no. has to put their whole life into it. But, but you, you can no. it can take forever and and you can have fun taking your time yeah, have getting fun, better. Yeah. It feels great to get better at something. Like yeah. even even marginally. Yeah, you, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I would say to my dad, I would say <laughs> uh, thank you yeah. for the material. I pretty much have forgiven you because I've gotten six years of fantastic jokes out of you. Oh. Um, Please bring back cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And to the Edmonton comedy scene, I'm leaving soon for a little while. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're coming, you're uh, but I'll always back. be back. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever, if it's a couple times a year for a month at a time, if it's, no. if it's moving home just until... Uh, Jock and gets a job somewhere else. We might move to Ontario for a year, then come back here. Who knows? Oh, cool. Well, that's but, what's so uh, nice about this this like, city is like you can almost set up like a residency if you want to come out here and do comedy for like six months. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And no, then, honestly, I might be back in fe- uh, midway through February and yeah. stay here till the summer. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's but what this so, town is for. I love breezy, I but. love this place and I love how close I've gotten to people. Uh, scary moving to a new city the first year is really hard. Uh, every time you move to a new you, city, where you know no one, yeah, yeah. You don't have any family there. But this community yeah. has been really, uh, really good to me, and I really appreciate it. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's a cool place to. Oh, is there any way you want to end the podcast? Because we clap sometimes. Sometimes. Do you? Uh, do no you have any, boo. Do you have, <laughs> so that you do you have anything me. that you want to plug? Do you have any oh, yeah. social oh, sure, media? Yeah. Do you have um, any? Yeah. You, follow me at Brittany Makes Jokes. B r i t t a n y. Also, uh, soon I might have a podcast coming out. Yeah. yeah. Something along the lines of Brittany Campbell is alone now. Uh, <laughs> or Brittany Campbell alone for the first time. Um, check out the Grindstones Comedy Competition, Cyber Gong Show, our Sunday show is Sunday not happening show. right now. It's happening uh, tonight. It's happening tonight. It's happening. So yeah. no, one will, no one will hear this yeah. promo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just keep an eye and Come out to stuff when you feel safe and have nice lives. Yeah, we'll, nice. we'll be here. So you want to end on, uh, what do we, like? The, right there. Okay. Snaps. Sick. <laughs> yeah, we can do snaps. <laughs> ah, okay. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs>
just fits right into yeah you, you were just like a pure like immediately it was yeah. so good yeah. so you're just set up i really appreciate that like people feeling that way because i looking back at it now like i i do see that for sure yeah at first i i didn't know i don't know how other people fit in so i wasn't yeah. sure like what to gauge it by because i'm not the one watching i'm the one like in it yeah um but yeah did you feel weird being like hey Let's fucking go for coffee, or like kind of having to insert yourself in. Because um, I, I, I had to insert myself. Yeah, I feel that kind of. I think honestly, I still struggle with that. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, like me coming up here for a full month, um, four or five months before I moved here was a game changer. There was the comedy festival that was happening at the Grindstone. Yeah. There was lots of shows happening. Yeah. I rented a room and it was close to White Ave. And that itself just saved me a year of work getting yeah. to know people. Because you come in, you smash for a month, then you go back. And, and then, then no one believes I'm moving back. They're like, yeah, yeah she's never coming back. Yeah, <laughs> never see that person again. That may be the way to do it, yeah. Yeah. We'd love to have you back on again, obviously, of course. Is there uh, anyone you would recommend we uh, talk to, either new or old or uh, not even a comic? Uh, depends. Does this get released? I mean, I'm just. I'm okay, just cool. Bald. Just what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could really. I'm, yeah. No, I just meant like I didn't want to not say someone if it was getting released. Um, this is being released. This is a yeah. printed. And we and we want to have everyone on the show. Yeah, cool, cool. Everyone that I wants to be on the show. People. I would say what you should do is um, find out in your minds who's the least rated comedians Ooh. in the city. Yeah, like I want to talk underrated, to... Sorry, underrated. Most underrated comedians. Yeah. Not I want to talk to Brendan Staples. I yeah. want to talk to Corey Seconder. Yeah. I want to talk to... Talk to Leif, too. Like, he's yeah, so, I like... Talk to Leif. I miss yeah. his sets. I want to see yeah. him out on the scene. Yeah. I want to talk to Hannigan. I want to talk to... Yeah, yeah pretty much. There's so Brent many Aiden? people. He's Brent Aiden so is funny. so funny. Yeah. He is. Uh, I think he'd be really interesting to have on. Yeah. Um... Uh, Marcy McKenzie is a very interesting life. Yeah. yeah. I chatted a few days ago, hung out. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of, there's lots pretty, of people. It's pretty much everyone. We could just sit here and say almost everyone's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you don't want to be... Like, just take a take a look at what who you've recorded with so far and kind of like vary levels and yeah. vary it out so that you don't get too many of the same personalities in a row or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, can't I think you guys have been doing great so far with, yeah. with we the should podcast. Set up, we should set up an email and then just have people email us and be like, if you don't want to be on the podcast, just send us hate mail. <laughs> just send us death threats. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address your feelings that way. We should actually make, sure, make it ogre cock. Yeah, I don't think that will work. I think it's we should call taken. it ruining yeah, the Yeah, it's just because yeah. it's taken. Yeah. Ruining the what about ruining the cock? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ruin. that would be a different kind of yeah. mail that we would get. Yeah, that would set us up. Yeah. Like, no, I should be ruining the joke at gmail.com. I think that's a like good that. Yeah. that one should be straightforward. Ruining the joke at douchebags.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Setting up our own at uh, website. Yeah. Dot DB. Dot douchebags. <laughs> douchebags, yeah. Our own domain. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. We're, uh, we're climbing that uh, podcast uh, ladder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think. I think the views are slightly. I'm stressed out about the views so much. Yeah, that's something you have to be careful not to worry about because the thing is, is if you have a podcast that, like, keeps going, the amount of people that will start from random episodes later will really help your numbers and stuff. It's like waves crashing on an ocean. You know, like, the first wave might just be, like, a little... 
Yeah. But like the fifth or sixth wave might be like. Yeah, yeah. And you guys do a good job with getting it out to the people on your. On a regular basis. On your like uh, on Facebook, you always have posts and stuff, and you don't just link it, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we missed this week, but hopefully that'll (laughs) mean the people. people Yeah, we'll just pepper pepper people with uh with episodes yeah yeah we'll just catch their attention when they when they can because i feel like for me even if i am paying attention to stuff on the internet i won't even if something i am listening to is doing weekly weekly releases i'll bank it for like a month and then i'll take one night where i like sit and like binge through 10 episodes of like a podcast or something podcasts are so hard to put out to like like emotionally uh, even though you're yeah. talking about stuff that yeah. might not be too personal, but I at the same time you feel a pressure about a podcast more than like a picture you put on Instagram, like no one cares. Yeah. Well, yeah. lots of people care for that too. I you shouldn't. have to be on to do do do, do a podcast. You yeah, know? I've had a couple now where I was just like wasn't as amped up. Yeah, you know it's kind of you didn't have your caffeine levels right. No, I took two now, so I'm uh, I'm okay. Yeah, took two. But like also pills. like variety's nice. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. some episodes. You're a that you're person. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to yeah, be that. Yeah, you're allowed to be that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, thanks. That, that's yeah. the main uh, thing. That's the main takeaway from this week's episode is that Kyle is a person. Woo! He's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please hear a? Woo! Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll round it out for okay. you. Woo! Oh. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, it doesn't work for me. I love. It. Thank yeah. you again.